The average human spends 12 minutes a day on the shitter. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. So that means the average human spends 1.25% of their waking hours on the can. That's not counting babies and old people because they don't poop on the toilet. They poop wherever they happen to be and whenever they feel the need to drop a load. There's billions of people on the planet, so that means about 100 million people are taking a dump right now. You could be doing that too, but instead, you're here listening to this podcast, and we would like to thank you profusely. On second thought, you could happen to be pooping while listening to this, and that's good too. It's a great podcast to pinch a loaf to. Either way, welcome aboard, grab a beverage, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Evil Done Badly, the worst true crime podcast on the internet. This is a special episode because it might actually make sense. I got an AI to write me a bunch of random stuff about a cunt you may have heard of, Jeffrey Dahmer, and I'm going to regurgitate it back to you. Some of it sounds pretty good. I can't vouch for its accuracy, but it's probably way more reliable than anything I would have written. So let's see what ChatGPT has to say about this psycho. Cue the theme music. This episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Cozy Toes Sock Company. Available in all shapes and sizes and can be custom ordered to fit any toe-like appendage. Available in fur-lined and extra smooth for exciting comfort. Comes in pairs of two or three and can be gift-wrapped for discreet delivery. Get yourself some cozy toes and feel the difference. And if you haven't already... Please join the wide world of Paranormal Investigations group on Facebook for all your supernatural otherworldly needs. It's a silly place and quite entertaining. Now back to the show. So let's see what ChatGPT has to say about this Dahmer guy. Before we start, just let me say, ChatGPT, I'm a little disappointed in you. Nowhere in your answers... Did you ever call this fucker a cunt? They should really, really work that into the algorithm. In the meantime, I'll try to work a few gratuitous cunts into my lame banter. You may be wondering why ChatGPT would answer questions about such a sicko as Jeffrey Dahmer in the first place. Well, it does. But when the answers get really, really nasty... You get a little warning that says, This content may violate our content policy. And all the words turn an alarming shade of orange. Lucky for us, it still goes ahead and answers your questions. Offensive as it thinks your sick query was. Most of these questions were answered in the, you know, explosive orange font. So, prepare yourself. First question. Hey, ChatGPT. Tell me about Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood. Jeffrey Dahmer 
was born on May 21st, 1960 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. His childhood was characterized by emotional and social isolation as well as abuse by his alcoholic father. Dahmer struggled with alcohol abuse himself and was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and schizophrenia. These factors, along with other psychological and environmental factors, are believed to have contributed to his later crimes, which involved the murder and dismemberment of 17 young men and boys. Now see what I mean? That was way more intelligent sounding than anything I would have come up with. I'm not thrilled that it spoiled the fact that Dahmer murdered and dismembered 17 men and boys right off the bat, but you probably knew that already. Y'all saw that Netflix show. I know you did. Hey, ChatGPT, tell me about Jeffrey Dahmer's parents. Jeffrey Dahmer's father was Lionel Dahmer, an analytical chemist, and his mother was Joyce Annette Dahmer. Lionel was an alcoholic who struggled with mental issues which caused problems in the family and contributed to Jeffrey's troubled childhood. His parents' marriage was a bit unstable and they would eventually divorce when Jeffrey was 18 years old. Despite being raised in a middle-class household, Jeffrey Dahmer experienced significant emotional and psychological distress in his childhood which may have contributed to his later criminal behavior. So there you have it, yep. He wasn't poor, and as far as I know, he didn't have the shit beaten right out of him. Not physically, anyway. From what I can tell, his mom had a bunch of mental issues as well. When she left, when she left Lionel, she took Jeffrey's younger brother and left Jeff all alone. So his parents were each a bit wonky, and when he came out of his mom, all the wonky genes went together and made this cunt what he was today. He was genetically behind the eight ball right from the get-go. His mom said later that she wanted his brain studied to see if there were any clues in there about what made him the psycho that he was. Next question! Was Jeffrey Dahmer himself an alcoholic? That's a good time for a beverage, ain't it? Yes, Jeffrey Dahmer was an alcoholic. He began drinking heavily as a teenager and struggled with alcoholism. Alcoholism, it's a weird word. Throughout his entire life. This substance abuse was part of a larger pattern of problematic behaviors, including social isolation difficulty forming and maintaining relationships, and intense sexual fetishes and fantasies that contributed to his later crimes. While alcohol abuse can contribute to criminal behavior, it is just one of many factors that must be considered when trying to understand why someone engages in violent or illegal activity. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit, ChatGPT, this stuff is worthy of a better podcast. It's coherent, precise, and informative. Needs a bit more cursing, though. Moving on. 
describe Jeffrey Dahmer's relationship with his father. Jeffrey Dahmer had a strained relationship with his father, Lionel. Lionel Dahmer. Dahmer? 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 Lionel Dahmer. Dahmer. Right, Dahmer. Was an alcoholic who struggled with mental health issues and was abusive towards both Jeffrey and his mother. The abuse and neglect that Jeffrey experienced from his father is believed to have had a significant impact on his development and contributed to his later problems with alcohol abuse and criminal behavior. Despite these difficulties, Dahmer later expressed regret and guilt for his actions and attributed some of his criminal behavior to the unstable and traumatic upbringing he experienced in his childhood. Yes, Jeffrey. Sure. Blame it on your parents. You're a fucking cunt. I ain't buying it. Moving on to the next question. Hey, ChatGPT. What made Jeffrey Dahmer a murderer? The reasons why Jeffrey Dahmer became a murderer are complex and multifaceted. While no single factor can fully explain his criminal behavior, a combination of psychological, social, and environmental factors are believed to have played a role. These may include childhood abuse and neglect. Dahmer experienced emotional and physical abuse from his alcoholic father, which contributed to his feelings of worthlessness and emotional distress. You know how I deal with feeling worthless and emotional distress? I make a pitiful podcast that no one will ever listen to. It's kind of therapeutic, and I'd recommend it to anybody. Just get yourself a mic. You'll be fine. I notice here that it said his father had physically abused him. I'm not sure how much I believe that. Mental health issues is the next reason Dahmer may have been a murderer. That seems kind of obvious, but let's go ahead. Dahmer was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and schizophrenia and struggled with alcohol abuse and sexual fetishes. Not the fun kind of fetishes either. Not like, ooh, baby, let me lick your armpits, it turns me on. It was more like his fetishes involve you being dead when he got turned on and licked your armpits. Social isolation. Dahmer had difficulty forming and maintaining relationships and often felt disconnected from others. Yeah, I definitely get that. I'm way too old and tired to be a serial killer because of it, though. The next possible reason for... Dahmer's criminal history is exposure to violent and traumatic events. Dahmer was exposed to violence and death at a young age, which may have had a lasting impact on his development and behavior. Yeah, I, I can't see that helping. Another factor would be the lack of effective intervention and treatment. Despite evidence of psychological distress and problematic behaviors, Dahmer did not receive adequate treatment 
or support that may have prevented his criminal behavior. It seems there's way less of a chance of that happening these days. Kids can't diddle themselves without someone diagnosing them with something and slapping them on some sort of medication. You know, you, you just can't really get away with it. They, they're catching it early. They're catching shit that's not there. And the last reason Jeffrey Dahmer is a murderer, according to JetGBT, is he was a fucking cunt. No, I made that up. Anyway, he was a cunt. End of story. It's important to note that while these factors may have played a role in Dahmer's criminal behavior, they do not excuse his cuntish actions, which were horrific and caused immense suffering to his victims and their families. Yes, it did. Next question. What was the sexual part of Jeffrey Dahmer's murders? Jeffrey Dahmer's crimes involved sexual fetishism and sadism. He engaged in sexual acts with the bodies of his victims after killing them and kept body parts as souvenirs. He also experimented with preserving the bodies through chemical means, such as soaking them in acid. Dahmer's sexual fantasies and fetishes were a significant part of his motivation for killing, and he often targeted young men and boys who he perceived as vulnerable and willing to engage in sexual acts with him. It's important to note that Dahmer's actions were highly abnormal and represent a severe departure from typical human sexual behavior. Yes, they did. His crimes were horrific and caused immense suffering to his victims and their families. Yup, no shit. This is not typical sexual behavior. Murdering people because you're a pervert is not fucking alright. Moving on. Hey, ChatGPT, describe how Jeffrey Dahmer found his first victim. Jeffrey Dahmer's first known murderer was in 1978, when he was 18 years old. He met his first victim, Stephen Hicks, at a party and offered to give him a ride home. Dahmer then took Hicks back to his grandparents' home, where he lived at the time, and killed him. The exact details of how and why Dahmer killed Hicks are not publicly known, but it is believed that he acted out of a combination of sexual fetishism and a desire to control and possess his victim. This murder marked the beginning of Dahmer's... Dahmer? Dahmer! <laughs> Dahmer's long and horrifying criminal spree during which he went on to kill 16 more young men and boys. Now, if you get your information from the Netflix show, like I do, I think this is the guy he bribed to come back to his place with the promise of beer, weed, and weightlifting. That's got to be the worst pickup line ever. Hey! Hey, you there. Want to lift some weights with me? Uh, no. No. I think the big draw here was probably the wheat. 
moving on. Hey, Chet GPT, how many victims did Jeffrey Dahmer kill? Jeffrey Dahmer killed 17 young men and boys between 1978 and 1991. He lured his victims, who were mostly African American, to his home or hotel room on the promise of sexual encounters or money, and then murdered them. Dahmer's crimes involve sexual fetishism and sadism. I have never uttered the word fetish. Any time in my life, nearly as much as I am today. It's, uh, it's a lot of fetishes. And there's probably going to be more. And he often engaged in sexual acts with the bodies of his victims after killing them. He also kept body parts as souvenirs and experimented with preserving the bodies through chemical means. His crimes were discovered in 1991 when one of his potential victims managed to escape and alert the police, leading to Dahmer's arrest. He was later sentenced to multiple terms of life imprisonment and was killed in prison in 1994. Great answer, ChatGPT. I could have done without the uh, spoilers, though. Jeff was arrested and killed a few years later by someone in prison who thought that he was an even bigger lowlife than he was. Good for that guy. Next question. We're going to get a bit yucky here. Was Jeffrey Dahmer a cannibal? Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. He engaged in cannibalism as part of his crimes, eating parts of his victim's body after killing them. Dahmer's cannibalistic behavior was part of a larger pattern of sexual fetishism and sadism, and he often kept body parts as souvenirs. His actions caused immense suffering to his victims and their families, and are widely considered to be among the most horrific and depraved crimes in modern history. Yep. These crimes are definitely up there. That's part of the reason that silly Netflix show was so goddamn popular. This story is bonkers. As of this writing, it's the fourth most watched series ever on the platform. Did Jeffrey Dahmer drug his victims? Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer drugged many of his victims before killing them. He often used drugs, such as alcohol or chloroform, to incapacitate his victims and make it easier to control and subdue them. Dahmer's use of drugs was part of a larger pattern of behavior that involved luring his victims with promises of sexual encounters or money, and then killing him in order to fulfill his sexual fantasies and fetishes. And I know you've been waiting for this one. This is the one burning question that y'all want to know. It's been on your mind the whole time, I know. Hey, ChatGPT, tell me about Jeffrey Dahmer's mannequin. Well, Dick, since you asked, Jeffrey Dahmer was known to have kept a mannequin in his apartment, which he used as part of his sexual 
fetishes and fantasies. The mannequin was a female torso, which he reportedly used for sexual gratification and as a substitute for human interaction. I think it was a dude mannequin in the show, which is more consistent with his homosexuality. So, uh, I'm calling bullshit on this one, ChatGPT. I think it was a dude mannequin. He didn't have time for real breasts and vaginas, so I doubt he would have wanted a mannequin with anything resembling female parts. Anyways, Dahmer's use of the mannequin is indicative of his broader pattern of sexual fetishism and sadism and is one of many disturbing aspects of his criminal behavior. The mannequin? The mannequin is disturbing? What? Okay, ChatGPT. Damn fighting words. I've been consensually involved with my mannequin for the last 15 years, and not once have I heard it complain. Uh, I mean... Moving on. Next question. How did Jeffrey Dahmer attempt to make a zombie? Jeffrey Dahmer attempted to create a zombie by drilling a hole into the skull of one of his victims while they were still alive with the intention of injecting muriatic acid or boiling water into their brain to induce a permanent state of drowsiness. This act was an attempt to have complete control over the individual and keep them as a captive for his own sexual and sadistic desires. This brutal act was never successful. I don't think I need to add anything here, but I did like how they specified that it didn't work because I totally was expecting it to work. How about that? This is just super fucked up, which is why I asked it. And he's a cunt. Hey, chat GPT, tell me about the Conorak Synthesomophone murder. Conorak Synthesomophone was a 14-year-old Laotian boy who was murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer in 1991. Dahmer lured Konarak to his apartment under the guise of paying him for sexual favors and then killed him. Konarak's death was notable because it occurred shortly before Dahmer's arrest and was the first time that authorities had a clear opportunity to stop him. At the time of Konarak's murder, two Milwaukee police officers responded to a call about a naked and injured boy, but failed to properly investigate the situation and instead returned the boy to Dahmer, who had claimed to be his boyfriend. This failure to act allowed Dahmer to continue his killing spree for several more months before he was finally arrested. Konarak's murder and the subsequent police response have been a widely criticized and serve 
as a reminder of the need for better training and protocol for law enforcement in dealing with such cases. This one is fucking heartbreaking. This poor boy had a chance and actually sort of got away. But the police fucked this one up. Now, I'm in no position to judge police work because it's not a job I think I could do. I'd never catch anybody doing anything and I'm too big of a pansy. I'd be just as bad at policing as I am at podcasting. But even to me, it seems like a horrendous call on their part. And this was an avoidable death that was unbearably tragic. Holy fuck. Let's move on to something slightly less depressing. Hey, ChatGPT, what did Jeffrey Dahmer tell the neighbors when they inquired about the smell coming from his apartment? Well... Jeffrey Dahmer reportedly told his neighbors that the smell was caused by spoiled meat or other food that he had stored in his refrigerator or garbage in an attempt to cover up the true source of the odor, which was the decomposition of his victims' bodies. I can only imagine what that was like. I accidentally unplugged my freezer one time, and there was some kind of pile of fish in the bottom of it. When I went back, much later to get something, I nearly fucking died. Vile does not begin to describe this. Cleaning that warm freezer out was the yuckiest thing I've ever done. And if it was anything comparable to that, I don't know how anybody lived in that fucking building. It'll be easier to knock it down to get than to get that stench out. That was a stupid personal story. Why did I put y'all through that? No one asked to hear that. Ah, fuck it. No one listens to this show anyway. I'm leaving it in. Moving on. Hey, ChatGPT, how was Dahmer caught? Jeffrey Dahmer was caught after Tracy Edwards, one of his potential victims, escaped from his apartment and flagged down a police car. Edwards was able to alert the authorities to Dahmer's crimes and a subsequent investigation of his apartment uncovered evidence of his killings. Dahmer was arrested on July 22, 1991 and was later charged with 17 counts of murder. During his trial, Dahmer admitted to his crimes and was sentenced to multiple life terms imprisonment where he died in prison in 1994, not of natural causes. Dahmer's arrest and trial received widespread media coverage and brought attention to the need for better training and protocol for law enforcement in dealing with such cases. His crimes remain among the most horrific and depraved in modern history, not to mention the most fetishistic ever. We will dig a little deeper into this depravity towards the end of the episode. I'm saving the real depravity for the big finale. Now, when he was caught, what was Dahmer charged with? Jeffrey Dahmer was charged with 17 counts of murder in 1991. And after a thorough investigation into his crimes, he was also charged with crimes related to the sexual assault dismemberment, 
preservation of body parts of all of his victims, and he later admitted to these crimes in court and was sentenced to multiple terms of life imprisonment. Dahmer's trial received widespread media coverage, and he remains one of the most notorious serial killers in modern history. What the fuck, Wisconsin? How is this guy not executed immediately? Your tax dollars are paying for him to watch TV, listen to whale noises, and eat prison potatoes. Fuck that guy. Yes, I know it's all moot now, but they shouldn't be wasting their potatoes on that ugly cunt. Next question. Was Dahmer a celebrity in prison? No. He was a cunt in prison too. Jeffrey Dahmer was not considered a celebrity in prison, as his cries were widely reviled, and he was not viewed as someone to be celebrated or admired. Dahmer was sentenced to multiple terms of life imprisonment and was largely isolated from other inmates due to the nature of his crimes and the need to protect him from retaliation. Now, Dahmer's notoriety, notoriety did attract a small group of individuals who were fascinated by his crimes, but he was not widely known or celebrated in the general prison population. So that's good. Nobody fucking liked him. But, hey, ChatGPT, did Jeffrey Dahmer receive fan mail? Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer, also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal, received fan mail while in prison. Some people were reportedly fascinated with his crimes and sent letters to him expressing their admiration or seeking his attention. It's worth noting that such acts are not condoned. Thanks for saying that, ChatGPT. I'll keep that in mind. And the vast majority of people find Dahmer's crimes to be reprehensible. It's still amazing to me that the one surefire way to make yourself instantly sexier is to go on a murderous rampage. According to the show, women would send him sleazy pictures in the mail. Now, he had no need for them. Even in prison, being mostly isolated, he still couldn't find them enticing. There wasn't enough mail parts or dead bodies or raw flesh or anything. Either way, I'm sure if he wanted to, uh, you know, get it on with somebody, I'm sure there was plenty of people around to keep him company. Yeah. ChatGPT, can you describe Dahmer's death in prison? Jeffrey Dahmer died in prison on November 28, 1994, after being beaten to death by another inmate. He was attacked by a Christopher Scarver while cleaning a bathroom area in the prison gym. Scarver bludgeoned Dahmer with a metal bar, killing him instantly. The motive for the attack remains unclear, but Scarver has said in subsequent interviews that he felt disgusted by Dahmer's crimes and believed he was not getting the punishment he deserved. Dahmer's death was widely reported and serves as a reminder of the consequences of his crimes and the need for better training and protocol for managing violent criminals in prison. What? 
are you getting at there? Huh? One second. Better management of violent criminals. What the fuck are you talking about, ChatGPT? You're making it sound like a bad thing that Dahmer got the shit knocked out of him. This Scarver guy did everybody a favor. Give him an extra shower day or something. Hell, I'll mail him a pack of smokes myself. You're right. I'm not going to do that. Sending free smokes across the border is way too expensive for a show with no budget. Doesn't make me any less grateful, though. Mr. Scarver, kudos to you wherever you are. Even though you're in prison, and you're probably a cunt too, you're probably way less, way less of a cunt than this fucking guy. Moving on. And we've saved a hell of a doozy for the end. Chat GPT. What did police find at Dahmer's apartment after he was arrested? Hang on to your arse, folks. When police searched Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment after his arrest, they found evidence of horrific crimes, including human remains, such as dismembered body parts and skulls, severed heads in the fridge, severed hearts in the freezer, Polaroid photos of Dahmer's victims, preserved body parts in solution, tools used for dissection and dismemberment, a, a large quantity of chemical and cleaning products used to cover up the evidence of his crimes. The evidence found in Dahmer's apartment confirmed the suspicions of the Milwaukee Police Department and provided a glimpse into the extent of his killing spree. Wow. Uh, whoever, whoever had the honor of coming across all that stuff, you have my sympathy, sir. You're not paid enough. And that'll do it. So thanks, ChatGPT. You've been great. Where is Jeffrey Dahmer now? He's completely dead. And Satan is tormenting him mercilessly. He's peeling his skin off slowly while pouring organic vinegar on him and stuffing potatoes up his vagina by the bushel. Yes, Satan gave him a vagina. Or at least I hope so. I hope he suffers for eternity. I'm not one who believes in hell and stuff, but it's convenient for me to pretend I do so I can picture Jeffrey Dahmer's ugly, anguished mug being abused by demons until the end of time. It's the kind of thing that warms my heart. So, there you have it. This was a interesting look into the life of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer through the eyes of ChatGPT with a little input from me, your hapless host, Dick. This has been Evil Done Badly, and if you would like to reach me and suggest topics for future episodes, I can be reached by email at EvilDoneBadly at gmail.com or on Instagram at EvilDoneBadly. My sincerest thanks to my three listeners for hanging in there, and I hope you enjoyed yourself, despite the grim subject matter. This has been Evil Done Badly. See you next time. Adios. <laughs>